Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Tay and Todd, Washington Commanders podcast brought to you by Fansided. And Todd, we are back at it. Life goes on. Toddler, after newborn. Newborn, yeah. But in the midst of it, we are back at it. 0-2-1 in the last three games. Todd, how you feeling? You know, our intro is pretty cool. I haven't heard it in a while, but it's pretty. It's a pretty good intro. I'm feeling. Uh, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. You start. You know. You knew the magic was going to wear off at some point. From the six and one, and now you're you're oh uh, oh two and one. Um, and so you know, I guess they set themselves. It's you know, they set themselves up to where they still control their own destiny. You, if they would have had a better start to the season, they would have clinched a spot. If they would have won one or two of the last three games, they may have clinched a spot. Um, but they are where they are with, with still a really good chance to make the playoffs. And so I'm feeling I'm feeling all right about it. I'm feeling all right about it. We can talk about it. How, how are you feeling? Uh, not too bad, man. Like you said, you hit it on the head. I mean, the, the fact that, once again, we're playing many, meaningful football – Late to the season, I guess you could say that with the last couple of seasons with, uh, with Ron Rivera. Last year we were kind of, sort of, kind of, kind of, yeah, right, right. It this was this year. It's we we control our own destiny as opposed to the first couple of years. So right, um, meaningful football in December, Todd. I, I just I, I mean, I'm enjoying it while it lasts. Right. I'm gonna. Right. I, I told myself this week I'm gonna. And I'm gonna view this game against the Browns as a playoff game because we probably won't make it. Knowing, you know, so I'm just view it as a playoff game. <laughs> I love the optimism. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I kind of want. I was. I've been thinking about that, right? How many times in the last, I don't know, ten years have they played meaningful football this late into December, early January? You know, you had 2012, uh, 13 and 14 was not the case. Then 2015 they were. 
2016, they were in a win and end situation. 17, I think within by the last couple of weeks, it was over. Same with 18. Uh, same 19 was no, and then 20 was you know 2020 was a weird year, and then last year you know they were they were kind of in it, but not like this year, right? This year they've they've been in it, um, and it does feel good because you know. So here's the thing, Ty, I want them to make the playoffs. You want them to make the playoffs, but I don't, I don't want them to make the playoffs because I think they'll win the Super Bowl. Right. Anything's possible. Right. I'll I'll acknowledge anything is possible. Especially you know in the NFC, but re- practically they're probably not going to win the Super Bowl. But I would just if you're if you're not going to have a good draft pick and go get a quarterback, then just get to the playoffs. And because I don't expect them to play in and win the Super Bowl, I just want to sit back and enjoy a Saturday or, or a Sunday afternoon expectation free game where I really can't be let down. Mm-hmm. Because if they win. You know, I'm going to be through the roof. If they right, lose, right, right. all right, well, you know. Right, and it's playoffs. Yeah, it made to playoffs. <laughs> and it's not because that's that's not good enough for me. It'll be very clear. Right, it's right. not good enough for me. <laughs> I'm not satisfied, but it's just the reality of where the team is. And it would just be fun to play a playoff. That's how I felt in 2020, for sure. Like, yeah, 2020, sure. I'll be honest with you, I actively did not want them to make the playoffs. Yeah, <laughs> we needed a I quarterback, <laughs> right? Yeah. But they made it, and then they played the Bucks, And it was like, all right, I'm going to just sit back and enjoy the game. And it was a good game. Mm-hmm. That's where I want them. I, at this point, they've come too close to making it to where, look, if they lost and didn't make the playoffs, um, if they finished seven, nine, and one, I think they're drafting somewhere probably in the twelve to to sixteen ish range. Okay. If they make the playoffs, they're probably drafting, you know, no earlier than twenty one or twenty two, something like that, right? So, I mean, there is definitely a difference, but they've come too far to where I I, I care about that. Mm-hmm. I'd prefer they just make the playoffs, and so that's why I hope they can they can get it done here. I, I, I don't know if you have any any thoughts on that. I think we share the same opinion. Yeah, um, that's where I'm at. Uh, our draft position is just shot. It's be- yeah, and I don't expect them to get to take a quarterback. Yeah, we're one so, and five or two and five. That that was the time to. That was the time, right? Fold. Exactly, exactly. But. Uh, Always, as usual, Ron's teams never. They find a way. <laughs> they find a way to. Win. They find a way to get to seven wins, and then yeah. from there, uh, <laughs> they bottom out. So yeah, um, it's it's it's. I, I want the playoffs. Clearly, I think they could do a little bit damage in the playoffs, but like yeah, my expectations are low. You know, obviously, we played the Vikings, we played the Eagles, we played the Cowboys, we played the Forty Nine ers. So. And we lost to them all. Obviously, we beat the Eagles, but so it would be an opportunity. It's hard to beat the same team twice in a year, right? Um, right. Especially in the, so that's what gives me a little bit of optimism. But the same token, I just don't have a lot of faith in this team taking advantage of the opportunities mm-hmm. that they have in front of them. Like, I, right? I don't think I've ever seen in my time as a fan us just go. Oh, the Commanders need to win three straight, um, and they and they just go and do it. No, yeah. it's always oh we, we like. My natural reaction is looking at who will lo- who can we have to lose as <laughs> us as a team winning. Just know? coming That's out and winning. Yeah. Right. And I mean, you know, you look at 2012, they, they were able to go on a seven-game win streak, beat the Cowboys in week 17 on Sunday Night Football. Um, 2015, they needed to beat the Eagles week 16, and they clinched a spot that year. Uh, and then 2020, they needed to beat the Eagles, and I mean, <laughs> they they yeah. they won, but I don't know if they beat them, <laughs> right? So, 
I guess it's happened a couple times, but but what you notice though is is more like 2016 when they needed to beat the Giants in Week 18 in a meaningless game for them, or not even just the Giants game. There was other games leading up to that Giants game where if you just won one of them, it didn't matter. Yeah. And then you look at this season. If you beat the Giants once, then you know you're in a you're you know these are these are must win games really, and so. That's why you kind of are hesitant to go into this Browns game feeling confident because you just don't know. And it all goes back to quarterback because if you have a quarterback who's going to get it done, you know that. But exactly. don't feel that way because they don't have that. And so we can talk about the quarterback situation. I'm going to ask you, do you think that Ron Rivera did the right thing going back to Carson Wentz? Yes, I do. Um, maybe a little bit sooner, but – um, he think, should have done it sooner or yeah, just maybe a little bit. I, I, I think the, the, the buy kind of complicated everything, but, mm-hmm. um, with the loss, with, with the tie, you know, with the tie before the buy, yeah, right. Kind of complicated, but Taylor started to fizzle out, He did, uh, which he, which he does every year. And I right. commend him. I commend him. He does a heck of a job. He goes in there, he plays, he knows the offense, but it's like when teams get greater, you know, film on him. Of what Scott's trying to do, yeah, it's like he fizzles. He he fizzles out. I think, yeah, I think, and you've mentioned this time and time again. Do we go on this win streak with Carson? Right. I would have to say yes because of think the, so? the way the way the the run game has been with because the run game was non-existent when he was there. The defense was non-existent when he was in. The, yeah, you know, yeah. Starting. So it makes me wonder. Um, I think this was definitely the right move. Taylor's missing big plays, chunk plays down the field, what Carson would have probably hit. And um, being as limited as Taylor is, he can't afford to miss on those. Like the the pass that should have been a touchdown to Curtis Samuel along the sideline against the Giants. Mm, against the Giants, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, that was huge. The, the, yeah, the dots like that. and drop that he yeah, had. Yeah. If he would have let him. If he would have let it go, it's not he's yeah. not coming back to the ball. You see what I'm saying? So And all the other um, contested catches down the field that shouldn't right, be. All right. And that's what we need with this offense because the offense right. is already limited. So you have to capitalize on those deep shots. Yeah. Teams are just giving it to him because they know he can't hit. Exactly. And that's the thing. Um a lot of what Taylor Heineke doesn't do or misses. It's not a, it's not all typically as or always as obvious as, you know, when he missed Logan Thomas in that first Giants game just by a mile. It's not typically that obvious. It tends to be situations where you need to watch the all twenty two yeah, 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 to yeah, see. Yeah. Where, you know, later on that same drive against the Giants, you had this the same concept basically back to back from the five yard line. First time De'Ami Brown open in the back of the end zone. Second time Jahan Dotson open in the back of the end zone. He's not throwing the ball. Yeah. And then, I mean, that you could go back from when he first started against the Packers, right? That was his mm-hmm. first start, I think, to now. And you have to watch the All-22 again because there are opportunities downfield, but he just he doesn't throw the ball downfield. We, these last two weeks, we've seen him throw the ball when the pressure has been up and he's let it go, uh, and there's still contested catches, but they're being completed. He completed against you know, the Giants to Dotson. Completed it to Terry this past week. Completed it to Dotson. It was called back. Got it. There, there's still been opportunities for big plays, but he he doesn't throw the ball downfield, mm-hmm. and I think it's less a product of his arm strength because with the timing, if you get the timing right, you only have to th- put it 40, 45 yards down the field against the Giants. He put it fifty five yards down the field, yeah. so he does yeah. possess the arm strength literally. 
but he just is not a downfield thrower. Yeah. Uh, it's a and mindset. It's a mindset. It's a mentality, exactly, and because it takes more from you know, it's not a flick of the wrist for him. No. It's a mindset. They they got these weapons to attack downfield. That's why they got Carson Wentz was to attack downfield. And early in the season, Brian Robinson was still recovering. Uh, the offensive line was terrible. The defense was terrible, and Scott Turner was still working out what he wanted this offense to be. I think because mm-hmm. he wanted it to be one thing, but then the offensive line was so bad it couldn't be that thing. And then Wentz was struggling, and it was just it was a mess. Uh, and th- and then you come in with Heineke, and he forces you to change the offense to where all right, we can't do what we were trying to do. We have to become a run first team, and it works. And Heineke does enough to win these games. I mean, the one he lost against the Vikings was because of a pick. Uh, and then the Giants game, first and second. I mean, it, you know, the Colts game, it, it comes down to these situations where you need some magic. And he provided that magic against mm-hmm. the Colts, against the Giants the first time. And and really close to do really, I'll give him his credit. He did it the second time against the Giants. The ref just, the refs went yeah. crazy. Yeah. But he got them down the field. But again, it's like, should we have needed this magic? Mm-hmm. Or should we have been up already? You know, should 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 have been the other team trying to come back and score? Yeah. And and the the truth is with Carson we don't know if he's gonna. Here's the truth about Carson: the best that we've seen from this offense this season was with Carson Wentz, yep. and the worst that we've seen from this offense yep. was with Carson Wentz, yep. right? And and the gap is massive because yep. the low is lower than Heineke, but the high is higher than Heineke. Mm-hmm. And I think Rivera and Scott Turner are saying, well, he's had more time to you know in this to practice and learn the offense. Um, the offensive line has improved, the defense has improved, the running game has improved, should be fully healthy, so we're going to expect it to be a boost and not a decline. Because what's happened with Heineke is, you know, he starts on the top side of average, gets to average, then gets below average. That's what happens, right? He's never at great, he's never at horrible. Mm -hmm. Wentz, you're going to get great or you're going to get horrible, and they're basically saying we we would prefer to just have one or the other. (laughs) And, um... You know, who knows what we're going to get, but you would like to think that with the renewed energy and focus and, and other things that, considering the opponent, that Carson Wentz can come in and, and provide that jolt. Sometimes just the change does, yeah. but yeah. we just haven't seen the downfield classes like you know, like we saw against the Titans or against the Jags Week One. And so I agree. I think he made the right decision, and it was a it was he he definitely wanted to do it sooner. I'm sure he yeah. did. But it was just you're, you. They were winning, yeah. and then you know they they tied. Okay, bye week. Okay, that kind of threw that off, and then they lost. And I was like, okay, all right, now you know you kind of have to. You can't be so quick to do it right. when you're winning and when the locker room has his back. Right. Those are just two separate things. They love Heineke, and they were winning. Mm-hmm. But now you know the 49ers game. You knew. You knew. I knew that they were not going to beat the 49ers. Tay. Yeah. I just. I, yeah. I'm surprised they scored 20. If I'm being honest yeah. with you. Yeah. But um, I think that you had to go with Carson. You had to give him another chance, and you know, for better or worse, I don't necessarily. W- you think they would have gone the win streak with with Carson? Would they have started one and four with Heineke? Will the outcome of these last two games or the last five games, the last three games with these next two games, be different? I don't know. I think in some way it might all it may be a yeah. one game difference. Yeah, yeah, maybe, yeah. But we'll find out. But I think he made the right decision, and I think that uh, I think that it's it's going to come down to Scott Turner more, uh, just as much as it's going to come down to Carson Wentz. Yeah. Because you can't, you know, you can you can throw the ball with Car- with Carson forty forty five times, but I don't think it's a winning formula. Right. 
I mean, that's that's what I want to tell you. I, I, you know, I want a quarterback you could throw it 40, 50 times a game. Quarterback can get 5,000 yards in the season, 2,000-yard receivers. But I don't, I don't think that's a winning formula for Washington. But with Carson, yeah. I th- – yeah, go, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, no, yeah, I agree. I, I mean, we're, we're, you know, we're pretty much agree on, on everything. Um, I just – like you said, Scott Turner is, is going to be the key. Um, Cleveland gives up 5.2. On the ground. On the ground. Yeah, right, per carry. If Brian Robinson doesn't have 20-plus carries, then we're in trouble. Yeah, I agree, I I agree. uh, Zach, in the group chat, he he mentions it all the time, especially this week, the next couple of games. It should be run the football and play action, the same thing you did with Heineke. With Heineke. You can do You just just expect Wentz to execute it better. You just hope Wentz will execute it better and take advantage of deep opportunities. Maybe move the pocket a little bit because he's a little – you know, statue. He's, he's, he's but, statuesque. Yeah. You know, statuesque. But I mean, he can, that first game of the season, man, he, 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 he did, he did good. They he were, they were, good. that was why I was watching that back a few days ago. And yeah, those first couple of drives, man, and those last couple of drives. And the thing about it also, one thing about Heineken, so you had the offensive line, which was just playing horribly. You had the nine sack game against the Eagles, which honestly, if you go back and watch that, the offensive line just got absolutely I mean, embarrassed by the Eagles line. I think Heineke takes a number of those sacks as well. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the whole thing was Wentz is not mobile like he used to be. Mm-hmm. And Heineke's more mobile. But then Heineke came in and, and he was not using his legs. And we saw, we saw some situations where he escaped and made a play, but not to the level we were expecting, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, Wentz was sacked 23 times in six games. Heineke was sacked 19 times in, what, nine games? Mm-hmm. Um. But I found it interesting that the the yards total yards lost from the sacks was was the same. Wow. They had lost the amount of the same amount of yards from their sacks, but Wentz had been sacked more mm-hmm. on average than than Heineke. Um, and so, I, I think you're really just hoping that you're just hoping that the line is better and Wentz has, has sped up his process and just run the same offense. Yeah. yeah. Like you said, Brian Robinson has to have 20 carries. Yeah. Gibson's might be hurt, might not play. Him only getting four carries against the Giants is absurd. You have to just keep feeding Brian Robinson. And see, I mean, I treat I would treat him this game like the number one running back with without a number two, like not a you know not an A and a B, just him and then mm-hmm. someone to spell him from time to time. But just let him keep getting the ball. Brian Robinson yeah. does not he doesn't fall backwards. Yeah, he does. And then get some of those shots off of play action from Wentz. Yep. Yep, I, yep. That, that's it. That's the recipe this weekend. Yeah. Hopefully, with Armani Rogers, Armani Rogers coming back, that could you can get something from your tight ends. Huge man, because um, Logan's like, just not it. Logan's Logan's. Yeah, you gotta that ship has sailed. That, that, that I mean, I don't know. <laughs> you'll see what he does with Carson, but um, to I me, think, it looks like it sailed. I think it sailed. Yeah. I mean, to me, I, he's never been a, a, a yards after catch guy. Um, yeah. And I, you know. But I think Armani Rodgers can provide something after the catch and just, you know, these simple little hook routes, these little drag routes where he, or, or tight end screen, which they like to run. But I don't think they have the tight ends for it except for Armani Rodgers. Yeah, yeah. So I think it can make a difference in the passing game. Yeah, for sure. But I, it'll be interesting to see if, they, if Scott Turner really calls it the same way. And then, you know, I get, whatever, you know, it's, it's easy to forget um, – how things were when when someone else comes in and starts to struggle, you want to go back. But man, I, I will say the first half of the Lions game, 
the Cowboys, Eagles, and that Bears game. I mean, they were just ugly. Yeah. They were like unwa like fireable, fireable, bad offensive performances. And so, but the thing with that uh, is, it, they still don't have an identity. You know? And I agree. I agree. So that's that's what's interesting. That's what makes this whole thing interesting because now Carson has a chance to see from you know from the bench what the yeah. identity his team is where this and I'm sure he's in the film room with with Taylor and he's seen yeah. all the big plays that have been missed. You know, like, <laughs> you know, like oh my goodness. Right, like, right. I mean, the touchdown pass to Curtis Samuel this past Sunday was just a dot. I mean, yeah, yeah, it was, it was, it was a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful throw. Beautiful. Yeah. Um, so. I'm encouraged, and even the little flip pass to, to Jonathan Williams, you know, that mm, was just something that he would have taken the sack there, maybe fumble. Yeah. The, the fumbles are what really killed me with, with uh, Heineke. Heineke. Yeah, just uh, not really st- stepping up in the pocket. Yeah, that, that, that's just what's really killing me. The lack of, uh, I guess, short yardage, you know, carries that we yeah, yeah. With, with with Carson. Carson being 6'5". Yeah, the third and one. And that, QB third sneaks. and one, fourth and goal, you know. Yeah, yeah. So – um, I'm excited. Um, it's new. It's fresh for the most part. Uh, yeah. Saw, like you said, we saw the good in, in Carson, and we just hope that not many quarterbacks get this opportunity and he's right. playing for his career as a, as a starter. I mean, pretty um, much. Yeah, pretty much. And, and my next question to you is, if Carson goes 2-0 and in these next – gets the 1-0 versus the Browns, 1-0 versus the Cowboys, we make the playoffs – would that justify or would you deem Carson Wentz, the decision to go with Wentz as justifiable for Ron? Would you say that it was a mm. success, even though we don't have to, even though we don't, yeah. his, his ultimate desire was to upgrade at the quarterback position. Yeah. So if he, if he, considering he only played eight, half the game, half the season, but he, he goes out and he wins these next two games to get you to the playoffs and who knows what happens there. Would you deem that as justifiable or a success for Ron mm. Rivera? Would you say, okay, if he... I, I, I guess I would say yes. Like, mm. you, like, you just barely squeezed by. Like, you didn't pass with flying colors, but you did get by. I think I would say yes, because at the end of the day, the guy you traded for... Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. 
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Did ultimately get you to the play. Now, like Heineke, like Taylor Heineke did help to get the season back on track. But it it does it feels like if you keep rolling with Heineke, like he's going to get it off track again. Mm-hmm. So then you go with Wentz, and and if Wentz is the one who gets you those wins you need to get you in the playoffs, then yes, because ultimately you made it to the playoffs, which was your first goal. So, I mean, I I guess I would say yes. At that point, he would have started eight games, and, I mean, statistically, it wouldn't look great. His record would be, if they win the next two, would be four and four. Mm -hmm. So 500, right? Um, So I guess I would say yes. Yeah, and and that's that's what I'm going to look at. And I say yes, too, because the fact that you didn't, it's only one year rental. Right. You know, so right. I think that you don't have to, yeah. More. You don't have to, you know, so yeah. I think, and I guess we can go into the transition to the quarterback conversation here um, of, of the Derek Carr news and everything, but just going back on, on Carson, I think he put himself in a position where he can go out this year. He did up, we'll see in two, in two, in two weeks if he did upgrade really, you know, right. But right. Say, let's say if he did, okay. You go from Dwayne Haskins, Alex Smith to Ryan Fitzpatrick. Um, I believe that year, 2021, the year we drafted Jamin Davis, that's the year where Ron messed up. He messed mm. up. That's the year you should have went and got your rookie quarterback. Yeah, no, I agree. Jamin Davis. I agree. And and, and it's not it's not because of Jamin who is playing better, because you, you still don't have a quarterback. <laughs> yeah, you still don't have a quarterback. Right. Then you go to this year and you say, okay, well, let's go Carson. We don't have to resign. Yeah. I mean, you got him you get off the books 28 and then that's where the question gets right here coming into this year knowing that ron he he tried to get matt stafford that was huge that was his number one goal that was the goal matt stafford um that didn't work out so you settle for ryan fitzpatrick this year you got Derek carr possibly available my thing to you i want to run the quarterback <laughs> so bad but I think Ron has missed that. We just put ourselves in his shoe. He missed that opportunity two years ago. Right. I think he's in a win right. now mode where you have to get a veteran guy, um, but it has to be an upgrade. It can't be a Jimmy G. It can't be a, a Carson Wentz. It can't be a um, Geno Smith. It has to be a tier above that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think about the quarterback position? Obviously, Ron missed on the on the year of fields. Mac Jones and not saying that Mac Jones, but that's the year he should have moved up and got Yeah, him. right, right. Um Yeah. I think he's he's stuck. put he's put himself in a bad spot. Yeah, he's put because what happened let me tell you what, what happened was they went from okay, well we don't want to mortgage the future and give up picks to get a guy and then now a year later it's well, we need to win now, we can't wait for a rookie to develop. And it's like, well, <laughs> one of those is wrong. Yeah. You, you at some point you had, you needed to get a young quarterback. Yeah. You were too afraid to give the picks before, and now you're saying we can't wait for him. You know, which is he hasn't said that, but that's right. clearly the I, that's the mindset. Right. Put himself in a bad spot. But there's also this idea that well, we get a veteran, we can win now. But that's not necessarily true because these veterans that become available are available for a reason. Mm-hmm. And 
while I do, you know, I tend to agree that when you get a rookie, that's, you know, it's hard to make the playoffs with a rookie quarterback. But, I mean, it, it was hard to make the playoffs this year with Taylor Heineke and Carson Wentz, and mm-hmm. they're on the verge of it. I'm not convinced that they would be better off next year with one of these veterans who's available than they would be with a rookie quarterback because the whole idea was to build the team and get the quarterback, mm-hmm. right? Um, Derek Carr, look, the thing is, I'm, I'm like, I've, I've said this for years, and I'm still tired of the sloppy seconds. Uh, Derek Carr, I think, is... Is a is a he is a notch above those guys you named, um, and you know Derek Carr's he's had the thirty second ranked defense since he came into the league with the Raiders. He's never had a good defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think Josh McDaniels is a very good coach. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's also the blame of Carr, and he throws some ugly interceptions sometimes. And there's times where the offense is just completely stale, and and so I think that if he's sitting there in free agency, I think went I think that well first of all. If Carson Wentz wins these next two games and gets them to the playoffs, I think they bring Carson Wentz back and and run it back and say we're going to fix the offensive line and then we're going to let him battle it out with Sam Howell or something like that. That's what I think happens if they win these next two. Now, if, if Wentz is terrible against the Browns and then you know you don't play him against the Cowboys, then yeah, they're moving on. I think they're going to absolutely pursue Carr. And if you sign him, okay, I mean I. I don't expect them to draft a quarterback. I want them to. I I would take any of these four guys that you could get your hands on over any vet. I'd just buy the lottery ticket rather than, you know, play it safe. But if they get Derek Carr, I mean, I would kind of feel similar to when they got wins with maybe slightly more, well, okay, then you should be able to win nine or ten games. You have weapons, fix the offensive line, and the defense is strong. But that's for next year. I'm still thinking long-term. And I don't, that, you know, a 32 year old quarterback is never going to be your long term answer. But and that's what, I, and that's where I think Ron pigeonholed himself. Where I think he knows he's not coming. But I think he's going to finish out his contract. And I think that's where we're stuck as a fan base. Where he's going to find someone who can help him. He's not going to draft a guy for the next guy to come in. Yeah, he's going to get a guy. Right. And he's trying to win now. That's right. That's where I'm just thinking, and I'm just like, as much as I hate it, right. That's just that's just what Ron he, is going to do. I mean, he's he's not a, he's he's not an idiot, and he's not delusional. Yeah. He he that's knows right. that this this ownership change might happen, and I mean, the only way that he could have any chance of keeping his job with an ownership change is to have a really good season next yeah. year. Yeah. And to make it to the playoffs and, and and win in the playoffs probably, you know, and then you you have a new owner's hands are tied. I can't fire a coach who just won a playoff game. Um, so yeah, it's going to be win now. You're gonna he's going to aggressively pursue Derek Carr, or if Wentz lights it up, if Wentz wins the next two and then goes in the playoffs, lights it up and wins one, they're going to roll with Wentz. Yeah, yeah. But again, this is the main reason that Ron Rivera can't get above seven wins here. Mm-hmm. Those those extra two, three, four wins you need. They're sitting in that quarterback position yeah, that you failed to, you know, and I, I don't see any reason why if they had drafted Justin Fields in 2021, they wouldn't have won as many games or more this year if you do it the right way. You know, right. Fields runs for a thousand yards, even Mac Jones, or if you took Herbert or, or Tua, uh, but he put himself in this situation. So I definitely think the thing, the thing about Carr is I don't doubt that Rivera will have interest in Carr, but Carr is going to have options. There are definitely going to be teams that are going to say Carr is better than what we have. We could win our division with Carr, you know, and depending on which Carr you get more than the other, it's very possible. I could see Carr going somewhere and really playing well if he's in a good, if he's with the coach who, you know, runs a, has a good offensive coach, a good offensive coordinator and has weapons. I could definitely see that in, in, a, in a solid defense. Um, but it's just, you know, again, there's a reason these guys are available. And it just makes me wonder, you know, what, what Ron 
what intentions are because to me it seems like he was gearing up for this year regardless um with, with yeah obviously not the extension of, of Carson Wentz but to me it seemed like he was either promised because I, I know they went they reached out to Oak to Las Vegas last year in regards to car car and um because car was a hot commodity last year right Let's just be honest I mean teams were teams were trying to giddy up for him but I, I do recognize I do know that he did go for uh he did go to the uh Buckeyes um pro day and yeah. had a lot of conversations with Olave and Wilson. And yeah. for him not to draft Olave and to show his desire to get Dotson, it 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 just raised an antenna for me that maybe he said, Okay, let's go another year with a veteran guy. Let's see what we can do. And if we fail, we can get out. Let's move up in the draft. I don't know what his intentions are, but we we're the reason, like you said, we're reason why we're seven, seven and one. It I mean, if you start, if you go back to our podcast from when we first started during the pandemic, the conversation is always about the quarterback. Always, yeah, it hasn't changed every single year. I mean, every yeah. single year. So, um, I, I hope, I hope nothing for the best with, with Carson. But these, can he save the season, Todd? I don't know. What What would happen? Like how he saves the season if what? Like how? What does he need to do to save the season? He needs to get chunk plays. I think he he saves the season if he gets the ball down the field. Um, I think he's pretty good at not turning the ball over. I mean, he just takes really bad sacks, right? Um, but I think it comes down to Scott Scott Turner. Uh, I, I really believe that. I believe Carson. I feel like he's gonna be able to hit. But it's going to come down to play calling, and I really believe that it's not more so Carson, but it's more so Scott Turner in this next couple of games. I think Scott Turner yeah. is—he's auditioning. Can what can you do? Right, right. No, I mean I agree. Um, uh, I, I think I think yeah, Carson Wentz can save the season if Scott Turner calls it the same way he did for Heineke. Mm-hmm with with just less training wheels you know like you can take the training wheels off but call it the same way and then you know at that point you're just hoping that Wentz can execute it but uh that 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 approach them that's the thing is like you want the mentality that that Wentz has more which is that downfield but it's a double-edged sword because then you sit in the pocket and take the sacks yeah yeah. But it's like we need we need to score more points. So right. we know we can't continue scoring twelve points against the Giants, thirteen before the last drive, seventeen against the Colts. You know all these you know these low scoring situations. We we need to score more, and there's a chance of that with Carson. <clears throat> it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting also because they're gonna be playing against two teams that are not. I I don't expect the Cowboys to really have a reason to play next week. Yeah. I expect the Eagles to beat the um who they play this week? Saints. Yeah, I expect the Eagles to beat the Saints this week. Um and I expect the Cowboys to just be locked in at the 5 seed and have no motivation to play next week. The Browns are eliminated from the playoffs. So it's looking very likely that the Commanders that Carson Wentz is going to be playing against a team that's been eliminated and a team that has nothing to gain. Yeah. So I mean, that those that's what you want to be playing against. Exactly. You want to be playing against teams where you have everything to gain, they have nothing to gain. Mm-hmm. So you just mm-hmm. got to go out and handle your business. Mm-hmm. Like you said, it's a great opportunity for him to come in and save a season for a team, get a team to the playoffs, and then once you get in the playoffs, 
Who knows what could happen? At that point, once you make it to playoffs, it's who's turning it on and who isn't. That's right. That's and you make it in, right? They're making it. As, if they make it, they're making it as the seven seed, which means you're probably playing the Vikings, which is probably your preferred opponent mm-hmm. between them and the 49ers. You can go to Minnesota, and anything is possible against yeah, that Vikings team. A bad defense, right? Yeah. Good offense, Kirk Cousins, bad defense. And Kirk, in the playoffs, Kirk, when you need it most, that's the Kirk I want to play against, right? <laughs> that's, that's, see, that's why I want to make it to the playoffs so bad because I feel like – I absolutely think there's a chance they could beat the Vikings in the playoffs. Absolutely think there's a chance. And then from there, you're the 17. You might you probably rematch with the Eagles. You would rematch with the Eagles oh, yeah. if if Team you if you won the first game. Yeah, exactly. And the Eagles have all the pressure on them because they're they're supposed to be. You know, they had the season. Right. They're supposed to beat the seven seed. But this is the this is the one team that beats you really. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Last week against the Cowboys, that was career. without Jalen Hurts. Exactly. Yeah, in prime time, at home, fully healthy, they came out and they beat you. The seven seed. Now you got to play them again, and everyone expects you to beat them. That's how you lose games. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's how the. Them. You got a Cowboys team or a 49ers team who right. you already played against. Exactly. So that's, that's, that's why I see so much potential, Todd. I, that's why I'm like, if they could just get in there. Right. They had Carson, the Vikings on the ropes. They had, though, they, they had the Eagles. Vikings. They, ha- they had the Vikings, like, finished. So, yeah, I mean, Carson has he has a, he has a chance to Nick Foles. He really, he really does. The Commanders. He, oh, my goodness, he really does, bro. <laughs> to just completely switch the script. Well, that would be incredible. Right, exactly. Yes. Carson Wentz did what was done to him. Come in and take this team to the playoffs and do some damage. It's possible, man, but you just you got to hold your breath. Win this week. Now, the ideal, ideal scenario, because the Browns, since Deshaun Watson came back, 10 points a game on offense that they've scored. Defensively, you know, they're not bad. You already talked about the rushing defense. Offensively, Deshaun Watson is strong. There should be absolutely no reason for Deshaun Watson to get on track this week. There should be no reason for that, okay? But uh, anything's possible. But this is a good game to be playing. You should absolutely be able to beat the Browns. You're in Washington. You're at home. But um, you beat the Browns. If, if, um, if the Vikings can beat the Packers... If the Bears can beat the Lions, which I think will be tough, but we saw the Panthers go for 200 in the first half, and the Bears, all they do is run the ball. So they run the ball against the Lions. And if the Jets can beat the Seahawks, they got Mike White back, and their defense mm-hmm. is strong. Mm-hmm. You win against the Browns, and those three teams lose, you're in the playoffs. You can, so you can start Sam Howell next week, or Carson Wentz can, you know, whatever. You can play Cowboys and Commanders both playing a meaningless game, not because they're eliminated, not because one of them is eliminated, but because both of them have clinched. Right. That's what you want. That's what you really, really want. And, you know, it would have been better if Tua or really – well, first of all, Tua got a concussion, and that's why he threw those picks last week. Yeah. yeah. And that was – because I was crazy. But, you know. <laughs> can we – what, was it two weeks ago where – or maybe was it this past week where you needed three teams to lose and all three of them lost? Yep. Can it happen again? Shoot, the Giants lose to the Colts. You know, because, I mean, if the Giants lose to the Colts, then you're saying, well, maybe we can get that sixth seed. Yeah. But I, I, that's what I would love. I would I would really just love for them to beat the Browns and let those other three teams lose. You don't have to worry that's about awesome. the Cowboys. That will never happen, though. <laughs> Mark my words. Thursday, December 29th, 3.38 p.m. Never happened. Never happened. <laughs> that would be incredible. That would be crazy. I'm going to yeah. be watching all those those games. Oh yeah. yeah, two of them are at four, and then one of them is while the commanders are playing. 
So at least if we can get some help, you know, like right, just, just some um, exactly. Yeah, just Seahawks get eliminated, you know. I think it's it's more important <clears throat> that the Packers and Lions lose than the okay. Seahawks because the Packers and the Lions play each other week eighteen. Got you. So if they both win, then it's like okay, you have to beat the Cowboys. You if if they both lose, but the Seahawks win week eighteen, there's still a scenario where you could lose to the Cowboys and make it in. You need some help. Okay. But if you beat the Browns and then the Packers and the Lions win. Then you need to beat the Cowboys. <laughs> That's simple. Because you tied with the Giants. <laughs> so And there, and it's possible that the Seahawks could lose to the Rams because the Rams have been playing really, really Yeah, good. yeah, it's def- that's definitely so, possible week eighteen. Definitely so it possible. Is, it's it's a good it's a good possibility. Um so I'm cheering for the the the, the Bears and the Vikings. Yeah, go Bears, go Vikings, go Jets, and go Colts. Go Colts, yeah. yeah. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. If if the Bears, I'm sorry. If the if the Lions and the Packers both lost and the Commanders won, then Week 18 they play each other. They're both seven and eight. They'd both be seven and nine. One of them would be eight and nine. The Commanders would be eight, seven and one. Okay, so at that point, they're both eliminated. <laughs> yeah, at that point, yeah. Uh, then you would just need. Then you would just need to win and you're in. Or lose and the Seahawks lose and you're in. Right, exactly. Mm, okay. So yeah, so it's it's all four. It's go it's it's go Colts, go Jets, go Bears, go Vikings, but it's especially go Bears, go Vikings. Yeah, especially go Bears, Vikings. Yeah. But and like people say, you know, handle well yeah, let's just handle business. But <laughs> right. you might need you might need some help. You, you yeah. might need some help. So <laughs> but just handle business. You play two teams that have no reason to beat you. They have no motivation to beat you. Just go out there and beat them. I would just love for them to get up on the Browns, just be up twenty-one to nothing, oh, force Deshaun Watson to just sit back there and throw, yes, and then you can let Dron Payne, Jonathan Allen, Montez Sweat, and Chase Young just get after it. Let Derek Forrest get another interception. Like you know, it just if you could get them in that situation where the Chubb and Hunt take them out of the equation and just force Deshaun Watson, then yeah, that's that's how you win that game. But man, we'll see. We'll see, man. We'll see. It's, we will it's see. A big, it's a big one. Got to yeah, get it. Yeah, so. we'll be watching, watching closely. Definitely ready to see if Carson Wentz is going to come out and which one you're going to get because yeah. the the gap, it's a gaping, massive gap. It's huge. <laughs> so sure. just hoping for the best. But we will find out um, within, yeah, it's Thursday. So mm-hmm. got a couple more days. Yeah. But at least, you know, they're playing meaningful games one way or the other. Yeah, one way or the other. And then the good, the, the downside is they say if they lose, then Howell's probably going to play. Yeah, right, right. Which is like a a, 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 a little <laughs> consolation prize. <Yeah. laughs> if you lose, Packers, Lions win. All right, we get to see Sam Howell week 18. And yeah. then maybe you, you can get the 12th or 13th draft pick. But, right. you know, right. that's, that's not what we're aiming for. The goal yeah. is to make it to the playoffs and see what can happen, man. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Well, it's been fun. It's been fun. It's been fun getting mm. talking to you again about this. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, we talked you're... a little bit last night, but now we're doing it on. Yeah, yeah. So I, I just want you to know we, we still talk about the team like we just haven't recorded. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. It's we've you know it's, it's been so much traveling. You have a baby, yeah. and you know personal stuff and just. That's tricky, and also what part of it is is our is our unwillingness to record individually. Yes, <laughs> you know, I know. I that's know. part of it too. Yeah, yeah, that's the biggest. Yeah, so I, yeah, but we'll we'll definitely we'll talk after this game, and 
Man, it would feel great if they win. It would just, yeah. be, regardless of what anyone else does, exactly. if they, you know, just win and then know you got the Cowboys game. Yeah, and then it's like, okay, come on. At that point, you can't have another repeat of 2016. No, you can't. You can't play against a divisional opponent, has nothing to gain, exactly. and lose. You just right. can't. And and it's the game would be the game is in Washington. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a home game, yep. so you have a chance like to clinch the playoffs at home against the Cowboys. Yep. Come on now. Yep. So if they don't win that game, they, yeah, then it's like, whew. Well, at that point, you know, Ron Rivera doesn't get fired because Dan Snyder doesn't care, all that stuff, whatever. Yeah. But at that point, it's like, okay, all right, get your first, get your last year out of the way. Yeah. Let's get this new owner in here because, I'm yeah. sorry, I just can't respect the team that can't get it done when they need to the most. Yeah. And I put that more on the the coach and just the, the identity of the team of handling mm-hmm. business. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, playoffs is different, but it's week 18. We need to win a game and get in here and not a situation where both teams need to win. Okay, all right, that's different. We're just going to see. Right. But where only one team needs to win to get in and you can't yeah. pull that off? Yeah. All right, well, I just I, I don't think you can win a Super Bowl then. Right. If you can't win then, I don't think exactly. you can win bigger right. games. So, yeah. We will talk again after this game, but it's been good. Been nice uh, doing this again. So, for the people who have been asking, you know, or saying, you know, we need to, when are we going to record again and all that stuff? Thanks for checking in on us. Thanks for yes, holding sir. us accountable. Yes, yes, yeah. Uh, as always, this is Todd. And this is Tay. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.